Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. Hey, everybody. What is going on? How you doing? Just waiting for D-Live to start so I can pull up chat. Am I live? D-Live's not live today? That's weird. Can I pull up chat? No? Okay, just making sure. Because DLive is not showing up, but Restream Bot is working in DLive chat. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I might have the sound turned down. Are you guys seeing DLive? I don't know what the hell's going on, guys. Okay, now I just got my notification that I went live. I know, right, Freaky Geek? It's weird. Maybe. D-Live on strike? Maybe. That's so weird. Hold on, let me see something. Let's do this. No, that's not what I want to do. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird that Restream Bot is working over in DLive. Oh no. What the hell's going on now? Okay. Let's see. Sending data. I don't know. Yeah, I just got the notification when you heard that. Yeah. 
DLive's just sending data, sending data. <laughs> well, they did a good job at restream chat. I mean, shit, it's not even live and restream bot is working over in DLive. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I know YouTube was having a lot of problems last night. Hey, Heather. Yeah, DLive's not working. I don't know what's on, what's going on with it. It's very weird. Because the restream bot's working over there. Hey, Andy. Hey, Freaky Geek. Hey, Ron. Ron! Hey, Nicole. Hey, Misty Cat. I did see Pammy in here for a moment. Hi, Pammy. Sleep well, hon. How is everybody? Eddie will be along in soon. He's still working, but he should be on his way or getting close to it anyway. After he buys breakfast and dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, they came out with the new windows. Did you get the new windows, Freak Geek? I haven't checked my computer yet. Okay, that was a notification on Facebook saying that my live will start in three minutes. Crazy. Safeway. <laughs> the store. The store is stretching, Eddie. <laughs> I love your guys' names for each other. It's so funny. And it's so funny, I noticed, too, that DLive's chat is quicker than YouTube's chat. But I can't pop it out because it's not live. So I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. So hopefully everybody that comes over to DLive will know that it's not working and come to YouTube. <laughs> hopefully. I don't know. I've had Windows 10 since I got this computer, but Windows apparently no longer supports updates. Yeah, I know. I know. All I get when I update is bugs. You know. <laughs> Shit don't like to work. Now it's Windows Edge. Well, now they came out with Windows 21H1 or something like that. I don't know. It's very weird. I just just read about it. Yeah, well, they're getting rid of Microsoft Edge now. Edge is no longer um, working, which is weird, which is very weird. So, yeah, I use Chrome for everything. That's Chrome or Opera. It depends. But so how are you guys doing? Do you have a good day yesterday or good night yesterday or today? It's been a pretty good morning. I'm sorry, I, I'm a little late. <laughs> I went down to have a cigarette before the live and apparently thought it was 
earlier than what it was. I came up and I'm like, I was going to plan on doing some stuff around the house before I went live. And then I came in the door, looked at the clock and it was 947. I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah, Ed Joyce pops up, yeah. Worked on a sweater, nearly got the sleeves done. Very cool. That's awesome. See, I can crochet. I can't knit, but I can crochet. But I can't crochet like that. <laughs> got to, Oh, got to watch the original Jaws. Damn. I haven't seen the original Jaws probably years, years. It's definitely, yeah, it's been years. Streamlabs is not working, I think it. What did you do? Did you guys break Streamlabs? Well, yeah, I, yeah, that could probably count, Andy. You can be a crotchety old bastard if that counts as a craft. Yeah. I think that could work. <laughs> Got an interesting show today. Interesting show. We're going to be talking about the Gulf Breeze 6. Now, yes, bitchcraft. <laughs> That's right. I'm still working on my blanket, but my hook just disappeared. See? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hey, Spitfire, how you doing, hon? Welcome. Yeah, you guys done killed Streambot. See what happens? <laughs> See what happens? Um, let's see, default. Oh. I don't know what's going on with it. Sorry, guys. I don't know what is up. I'm feeling a little off today, but we're going to get through this because this is a pretty interesting, um, <laughs> Spitfire's like, I just got here. I didn't kill Streamlabs, bot. <laughs> it knew. You walked in the door and it said, oh, hell no, not today. <laughs> All right, Ron, hurry back, hon. Is that what it is? I, I was waiting for you to say something like that, Andy. <laughs> yeah, that's a little loud. Felt like I got slapped. It's a string bot working to the rule, to rules as they waited so long to appear in the credits. That's what it was. Hey, nubs. How you doing, hon? 
Welcome, welcome. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the Gulf Breeze 6. Pretty mind-blowing. I think I've come to a conclusion on what happened, but, you know, you never know. A lot of weird stuff. Have any of you guys heard of that? What happened in the 90s? With the Gulf Breeze 6? Interesting. Like I said, I've, I've come to my own conclusion, but... Hey, easily distracted. How you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. Waiting for Eddie to get here. I don't know what time he's coming, though. Yeah, it's... You haven't heard of it? It's, yeah, it's a pretty wild story. Pretty wild story. And interesting, the ending of it is very interesting as well. And that's why the ending of it, when we when we go through it, at the end I'll tell you what I think happened because of the fact that what happens at the end, I guess. I don't know. Okay, Freaky Geek, hurry back. <laughs> right, Andy? <laughs> hey, Wisteria. Hi, how are you? No problem, hon. No problem. We're never late. You're here when you're here. Nobody's ever late. Oh, no. Easily distracted. Well, my thoughts and prayers with you guys. Hopefully, he, he gets through it okay. I heard the older one of the two co-workers fishing in the 70s. Nope, that's um, that was in Oregon, I believe, or Washington State. If it's the one I'm thinking of that you're thinking of, <laughs> with with the where the debris came down. This is Gulf Breeze, Florida. If that's the one you're talking about, about the son and the father, and I think there was another worker on the boat. Um, they had a dog that got killed. Oh, Mississippi. Okay, definitely not the one that I was thinking of. <laughs> no, this has it all. This has UFOs. It don't have cryptids, but it is UFO. It has government. It has Ouija boards. It has mysterious things happen. It has conspiracy theories and cover-ups. Yeah, it's a, it's a doozy of a story. Mud pie country. Yeah, nothing's working. Streamlabs said, screw these people. <laughs> He's really pissed off today. right easily distracted i still think me and eddie had it back in 2019. the two that were abducted by ufos huh i'll have to look that up you said mississippi right abducted mississippi 
1970. Okay, thank you, Andy. I appreciate it. Andy's going to try and negotiate with Streamlabs after the show. I appreciate that, Andy. I, I really do. <laughs> Andy's going to be like, listen, buddy, I got you a spot on the credits. You know, let him know that I appreciate him. <laughs> yes, at least the YouTube stream is working. I know people were having problems last night with YouTube. <laughs> you know, YouTube was acting crazy last night. It was, it was crazy, apparently. <gasps> Is that what he's going to do? No, we want a nice, we want Streamlabs to work. The Pasigula, Pasigula. Oh, all right, cool. Thank you, Spitfire. Pasigula. Hey, isn't that a race to isn't that where the Mississippi squirrel took place? Was Pasigula? <laughs> I, that's how my brain works. Sorry. Ray Stevens, Mississippi squirrel. If you have never seen that video, you got to go see it. Ray Stevens, Mississippi squirrel. That shit's funny. No relation. I know. Well, I don't have all that. <laughs> and he's like, can I, can I already see what he's going to ask for, Missy? More money, less work, free medical insurance, routine oiling. Might go for the one myself. <laughs> and a whole host of other benefits. All right, Heather, hurry back. Well, you know, I, I can only do what I can only do. <laughs> I appreciate him. That's all I Oh, Lord. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. Okay, Eddie said he'll be there in about 10 minutes, baby. I'm sure, I, I'm thinking he's calling you baby, Andy. <laughs> or maybe you, Ron. I don't know. He could be calling you baby. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Gulf Pre-Six. It it's, it's a very weird story. And it happened recently, I mean, in the 90s. But these are the stories that you usually hear happen back in the 70s or 60s or even before that, right? This happened back in the 1990s. Oh, well, well, you're going to have to tell them that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably believe you, too. You might want to tell Eddie's got to work another 20 hours overtime this week to keep Streamlabs. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, yeah, um, this happened in northwest Florida. And the subtitle, or the, the title in the Daily News was, Six AWOL soldiers say they am, aimed to kill the Antichrist. 
That was the headline. That was the headline. So, hey, FM Perspective, how are you, hon? Hi, Sophie, how are you? Well, welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, Heather. Well, I hope you like the show, Sophie. Definitely. Right now, we're just BSing, waiting for the other half of the show to come in home. <laughs> or the co-host, I should say. Oh, awesome. Okay. You're very welcome, Heather. Yes, it is an interesting headline, isn't it, Misty Cat? I was watching, actually, I was watching Creepy Little Book. Because you guys know that's one of my favorite shows over there on YouTube. And um, he was talking about it. And I'm like, I've never heard of that story. So I went and looked it up. And I'm like, this is wild. Okay. Because he's like, he could talk about the Gulf Breeze 6 for hours. I don't know yet, FM. I mean, I skimmed the, I, I want to get intrigued as, as everybody else does. <laughs> so I kind of skimmed the article, seen what it was about and everything. Of course, there's a million articles, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, well, I think I know who the Antichrist to them were, but there's a twist. There's Let me just say there's a twist. Yes, Andy's the Antichrist. <laughs> so the only thing I know about the Antichrist is what I watch on America Horror Story. You know, I have never seen that. I'm scared because I know I'll get so involved in it. So I haven't even tried to watch it yet. <laughs> but I will. Where it was the ghost of a child and a human. That's wild. I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. But I definitely, I will check American Horror Story out sometime. I know. I know. Everybody tells me, you'd love it. You'd love it. And <laughs> I just, I know if I sit down to watch it, I'm going to be there all day and night. You know what I mean? So I'm like curbing myself. <laughs> maybe, many contenders for the Antichrist, but maybe just... They're just antichrists. That's true, Misty Cat. That is true. Think about it. It's the same as what Christ was supposed to be. You know, there's just different, you know, perspectives on it. And yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you, season 10 is out soon. Oh, man, I'm going to see. I have a lot of watching to do. <laughs> I might have. I heard that Spitfire that the season with Lady Gaga was wild. Um, I 
I'm gonna, I might have to take another week off of streaming just to watch all the American Horror Stories. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. I just, you know. Oh, Streamlabs is working. Wait. Streamlabs is working in Twitch. But not in YouTube. They're all connected in some ways. That's what, yeah, that's, I was just talking to my neighbor about it last night. And she said, yeah, there's a connection on some of them. And yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Streamlabs is working everywhere else but YouTube. DLive is the chat's working with Streamlabs or uh, Restreambot. But yeah, it's not live over there. <laughs> There's a lot of messed up crap going on today. It's all because of the new Windows update, I'm telling you. <laughs> I do too, Wisteria. Don't worry about it. I get confused over the simplest things. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely makes sense. All right, so let's go ahead and get going. I know as soon as I start talking about this, Eddie will be coming in. He's late. He said he'd be there about 10 minutes, and that was, he should have been here one minute ago. <laughs> so how dare he lie to me? And thank you for subscribing, Sophie. I appreciate it. I really do. And I hope I hope you enjoy it here. All right. So on July 20th, 1990, the Northwest Florida Daily News ran, six AWOL soldiers say they are aimed to kill the Antichrist. Gulf Breeze, six soldiers reported by unofficial military newspaper to be on a mission to kill the Antichrist were charged their I knew it. Here it comes. With desertion from their intelligence unit in West Germany, Pentagon spokesman said. It's the most bizarre headline and one of the most bizarre stories ever. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. I'll wait till you get all situated. Oh, God, that might be another 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> That's true, Heather. I don't call them chaos for nothing. D-Live is not live. No, lies. <laughs> D-Live's not working, but the chat is. Restream okay. box working in chat. There he is, everybody. Chaos has arrived. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Evan <laughs> says, you sound like shit. Who? You. I probably do. Well, fuck, I just got done working 10 and I have 11 hours. <laughs> 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 I 
Hey, everybody. I know I probably didn't set you up right. I was late getting up here. No, it's good. Okay. I just don't want to try to fucking call everybody by name because God only knows who the hell's all in here. <laughs> well, we have a new person. Her name is Sophie. Hi, Sophie. New person. <laughs> it was scary. Um, she's a new subscriber. What a Wisteria's friend. Oh, I was going to say, Wisteria's been with What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know. I, I stopped talking in the middle of it. <laughs> All right. I know it's huge and cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole said, hi, baby. Andy, Andy, your woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because when you messaged me and said, I'll be there in 10 minutes, baby. I said, baby. I said, I don't know who he's calling baby, but he might be Andy. It might be for you. It, might... it was for Andy. I thought you would have fucking known that. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> well, I thought maybe it was for Ron. You know, I don't know. <laughs> hey, believe it or not, Andy, I, I'll be pretty close to having 20 hours overtime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Streamlabs bot's not working. So you can't heist and gamble. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's not me. It's Streamlabs. Why didn't you pay for this shit? <laughs> but Streamlabs is working in Twitch. Yes, I mean, it has been a while. I think the last time I went to one of your streams, you just ended or something. All right. So let's try this again. <laughs> Sophie, we're from, well, we're from Western New York. But right now, we are Alaskan residents. Yes, we live in Alaska. Over here in the USA. Okay, let me see if I can do this. Hi, Heather, FM, Wisteria, Misty Cat, Andy, Nicole, um, Spitfire, Sophie. Uh, hold on. I think I got everybody. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Tammy's well, listening, but she's in Dreamland. I'm not saying shit to Andy. Hi, <laughs> Andy. What's up, buddy? And, and who's listening in Dreamland? Pammy. Hi, Pammy. <laughs> she's like, I, I'm taking a nap, but I'll leave it running. <laughs> yes, I am still smiling. I don't mind my job. I just hate when people don't show up. <laughs> And, and yeah, Spitfire, he's like, listen, I didn't break Streamlabs. I just got here. <laughs> and they and he said they broke it before I got oh, in Hi, Heather. <gasps> but why say the most, imper most important person to last? <laughs> is that what it is? I didn't know if you were listening, Andy, when I first walked in the house and walked into the room, I said hi, baby. <laughs> That well, that baby wasn't meant for you. That baby was actually meant for shadows. <laughs> <laughs> we have to fight over the babies. Um, yes, we're Alaska Canadian. That's what everybody calls us. <laughs> oh Lord! All right, so let's start over. Here we go. On July twentieth, okay, you really got to listen to this, honey. On July twentieth, nineteen ninety, the Northwest Florida Daily News ran. Their article, six AWOL soldiers say they aimed to kill the Antichrist. I think I've read this story somewhere. Or seen we talked about it. about it briefly, what we were going to talk about. Um, so, six soldiers reported by an unofficial military newspaper to be on a mission to kill the Antichrist 
were charged Thursday with desertion from their intelligence unit in West Germany. Hi, Ron. I didn't know you were lurking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In West Germany, Pentagon spokesman said, it's the most bizarre headline and one of the most bizarre stories ever. (laughs) Hey, distracted. 11 days earlier, special, uh, Kenneth, uh, SPC, that's special, right? Yeah. Because they're special. It, it, yeah, specialist, yeah. Yeah. Specialist Kenneth Beeson, specialist Vance Davis, Sergeant Annette Eccleson, uh, Private First Class Michael Hawkerstead, Private First Class Chris Perluck, and Private First Class, uh, William Setterberg went AWOL. Absent without leave from the 701st Military Intelligence Brigade, the group left their station in Germany, traveled to Chattanooga, Tennessee, where they bought a van and drove to Gulf Breeze, Florida, at that time a noted UFO hotspot. Still, it was not initially clear whether the UFO sightings in the area were linked with their desertion. If only because most of the men had done their basic training at Curtis Station in nearby NAS, Naval Air Station, Pensacola, which meant they were familiar with the area. Five days after their flight on Saturday, July 14th, a broken taillight on the van resulted in a routine traffic stop, and Huckerstead, the driver of the van, was detained by police when a computer check indicated that he was wanted for desertion. The remaining five were later rounded up and taken to Fort Benning, Georgia, where they were kept in solitary confinement in incommunicado. In other words, they weren't allowed to talk to each other. Right. Their fate, a possible execution, hung in the balance until their families leaked a predicament to the press, resulting in a reaction from Senators Kessman and Dole. Um, Sophie just said she just recently watched The Fourth Kind. Oh, up in Gnome. (laughs) So surprisingly enough, three weeks after their arrest, instead of being severely punished by the military tribunal, they were discharged from Fort Knox with full honors. Do you know why? Why? To keep their mouth shut. Right. So following Colin Powell's After all, they were deserters. This was withdrawn. Instead, they were reduced to the lowest rank and forfeited half a month's pay. Uh, Wisteria the Fourth Kind is a movie based out of Nome, Alaska. Um, It's actually based on true facts in, uh, what is it, Uh, not not a goddamn documentary. Yeah. But it does get, there are some freaky parts in it. Yes, the underground black pyramid that is supposed to be in Alaska. Yes, I know all about it. Well, not all about it, but you know what I mean. And we live in the Alaskan Triangle. <laughs> but see, if, if that's all they got was reduced in, in rank and, and only ha- uh, half of their pay forfeiture for a month and honorably discharged, they got off real easy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're deserters from Germany. They were stationed in Germany. Right, but they're, but they're American citizens, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the part I don't understand. If they were part of uh, an intelligence brigade, 
They weren't very fucking intelligent to go AWOL. You're going to get caught. But this is this is part of the story. Okay. Following, um, so, since military officials have refused to discuss the investigation, what's going on? A Pentagon spokesman stated that the six were members of a group called the End of the World. But this statement was later retracted, saying that there was no such group. When the case was declassified, 1,400 out of 1,600 pages were withheld. How many? 1,400 out of 1,600 pages. Hmm. Imagine that. You know why? Because they gave it in full detail. Right. The case is intriguing, <laughs> to say the least. Some believe that the people were simply mad at the military, merely wanting to sweep everything under the carpet. Both parties were already sufficiently embarrassed. Others argued that the six were subjects of an advanced military mind control experiment. After all, wasn't this a perfect test? Top, 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 even military security experts. Wouldn't the military want to know whether there are certain things that would make such people desert? No. And before finding out whether there would be, would work in the enemy, it surely be tested on our own troops. That's my take on it, is that they got somehow activated. There was mind control or something, and they somehow got activated. So you're talking like a super soldier. Like kind of. triggered, they got their, their minds thinking, all right, we need to go do this. We don't give a damn about the consequences. We're yeah, they're just on anything. a mission, basically. They're on a mission to do something. It could have just been the six of them all together. I mean, they did work for an intelligence uh, brigade. Maybe one of them came across some information they weren't supposed to. Right. And got with the other five and was like, hey, you know, um, I got this information here. You know, it's classified, but I've seen it. Uh, right. We got to go. Well, we'll we'll talk about this because it even gets more bizarre. Okay? You see how I'm, I'm right there with the story. Right. In as real as possible settings, speculation was now right. On the trend, had it that UFOs were the core of the mystery. It is said that Beeson was interested in UFOs and wanted to attend a UFO conference. The Mutual UFO Network, MUFON, of course, did hold its 21st annual uh, in Pensacola on July 6th through the 8th, but the group apparently only defected on the 9th. This obviously would have been the worst organized trip ever. Yeah, this what a day a day after, yeah. Furthermore, who would risk their life just to attend a UFO conference? Well, you would. Maybe. Still, once Stan Johnson, a Morristown photographer, said the telephone interview with the Pensacola News Journals that he had picked up Benson and Hecklestead on July sixth in McGee-Tyson Airport in Knoxville, Tennessee, three days before the official version had them deserted. Either Johnson was lying, wrong on the dates, or the official story was wrong. Yeah, I, I don't think anything was wrong. I think they just told you what they thought you needed to hear so you couldn't quite piece it all together. Right. Through Gulf Breeze Police Chief Jerry Brown states that soldiers did not arrive in the area until July 9th. Beeson said to have spent the night of July 7th with his sister and her husband, Carolee and Charles Reed, at their home in Talbot, Tennessee, 
according to Knoxville News Centennial. So was the true purpose of their visit to attend the UFO conference? No. And if so, why did the official version change the dates? At best, it did not make sense. At worst, it was an incognito. No, incomprehensible. There you go. <laughs> My mouth was just like, no. I don't even know how I figured out. I don't where either. You were going. Vance Davis, a first-hand account um, that could shed some light on the story, was provided in 1995. He, when he wrote the book, Vince Davis published Unbroken Promises. Now, I went to go see if I could buy the book on Amazon, but it <laughs> really not. But I didn't because it was 77 bucks. I would slap the shit out of you. I know you would. It was 77 books. 77, 77 books? 77 books, yeah. 77. Uh -huh. Yeah, I know. It's because I read Here Come the Missyisms. <laughs> 77 books, like, we got room for that. Right? Um, the, the book is probably one of the most mind-boggling works ever written, irrelevant of the fact that whether it's the total truth or enhanced version of it. If the mind boggles already, jaw drops when you read the book. That scares me. Sophie says 1995, the year I was born. Well, that scares the shit out of me. I've already been out of fucking high school, been halfway around the world and fought in a fucking war. Right, right. <laughs> and had two kids. <laughs> My first was born in 1995. <laughs> well, not born. She was two years old. I am fucking yeah, old. old. <laughs> Taylor was two years old in 95. Ryan was just a glint in my eye. Mm. <laughs> Don't say that because you know what's coming next. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fuck you, Andy. You're older than I am. <laughs> so Davis said that Kia told me that she came from a planet 45 light years away from Earth and that it had been destroyed by another race. Her race, the Kassarians, were telepaths that were en route to Earth to assist the Alliance in protecting the human race. Nicole's doing a heist right now. Oh, it worked. Hey, what do you know? No, I don't think they they were sent by any religious group. They, they individual, they're six individuals by themselves. Did you listen? <laughs> I really don't think it was a religious group. That sent it's them. not a religious group. Kia told me she came from a planet 45 light years away. Now, read the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Were you not listening? <laughs> this is why people come and watch us. Holy <laughs> shit, I was listening to you. <laughs> but some, I think it was, uh, oh, I forget who the hell just asked, but they asked if it was a religious group. Easily distracted. Yeah, religious, religious quest. quest. I was listening to you. I was just answering distracted. You're like, that's not a religious group. Okay, so <laughs> All right, go Davis ahead. Stated, states that as a teenager, he enrolled in Silva mind control courses that were held in Alex Merkling's school in New York and masterminded techniques of self-hypnosis through active imagination. During one of his trance, this is when he met Kia, a green-skinned, yellow-clad alien female. Um, and overnight, I apparently corrected his flat footness. 
Why you gotta make fun of people with flat feet? No, she corrected it. Oh, that. Oh, they, I need to meet this person. Right. Um. So she said again. Kia told me that she came from a planet 45 light years away from Earth and that it had been destroyed by another race. Her race, the Cassadians, were telepaths that were en route to Earth to assist the Alliance to protect the human race. They were scheduled to arrive by late 1992, and the Cassian civilization had been reduced to five spacecrafts carrying about 3,000 people per ship. Her husband had been killed, and she had taken his place as commander on the small Amanda, with her two grown sons in charge of the two remaining ships. And Kia became Vance's guardian. Eddie Van Walter? Yeah? Well, that's because uh, Nicole said I sound like Walter every now and then, and I was having a Walter moment, I guess. Oh, okay. No, because there's a dude named Eddie Walter that is involved in this story. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's his name, but let me, just to make sure. Um, that's weird. <laughs> Nothing unusual so far. At least you are familiar with what many other channelers have stated about their contacts. Like we've heard, you know, but Davis held the toppest security clearance in this country. Huh. So this wasn't like no Joe Smo out of New York. Do you know what I mean? But what caused them to go AWOL? A Ouija board sessions. According to Davis, the Ouija board put the six soldiers in touch with an entity named herself Sapphire and others, including those presenting themselves as Old Testament prophet um, Zechariah, Mark, and Timothy of the New Testament, and the, and the Blessed Virgin Mary herself. Between December 1989 and July 1990, the Ouija summoned spirits gave the group a series of predictions of coming world events, which Davis claims were passed along to military authorities upon their arrests, together with the copious notes that they were taken by the group during the eight Ouija sessions. This at least suggests that the story was true and not fabricated by the group upon their arrest. They could provide documents that Ouija sessions were the basis of their obsession to arrive in Florida. I don't even know what this is. It almost sounds like a, a an occult group. The way they're wording this with the Ouija board made us do it thing. It, it, right, but these are six soldiers. Right, intelligent. Well, that don't mean shit. I know, but... But I want to know where they got all these documents. Well, let's read on. When some of Sapphire's prophecies, both minor and significant, and I have the prophecies, and I have what could be related to... The prophecies. The prophecies. I have a list of both um, that we'll go through. Um... When some of Sapphire's prophecies, both minor and significant, started to come true, one stating the exact dynamics and number of casualties of a major earthquake in Iran, 292,236 uh, deaths, it convinced the six that they were dealing with a genuine transhuman encounters. Did he give it a year when that happened? Yeah, yeah. That's one of the 
things that gave the year. Hi, Patricia. Hey, Patricia. How are you, on? Welcome, welcome. So they felt that they were chosen to act as the in instruments of God's will. Their oath to the military obviously seemed to be of less importance than following the orders of God. Well, if, if you believe that you were getting orders from God, yes, he overrangs everybody. Right. They asked Sapphire how to carry out their divine mission. Sapphire instructed them to flee the military regardless of consequences because they were needed to help lead the world through an impending catalysm. Not catalysm, cataclysm. Yes. <laughs> So they did. Davis states that in 1989, he began to sense the lines of demarcation between the physical world and the spiritual realm were beginning to blur. It is here that we need to introduce Beeson, who was even more instrumental in the group's flight. He believed in reincarnation and believed that he had been sacrificed to the gods in a previous life. He also believed that the U.S. government was in cahoots with aliens, and the evidence for this could actually be found in Osberg, the NSA site where they worked. It is also, be, which, that's nothing new. That's been stipulated for a long time. We've been, the government's been in cahoots with the aliens. That's where the abduction come in. That all started with, what, the, the Majestic 13? Majestic 12. They're the Majestic 12. Might as well been 13. 13 is the alien. So, <laughs> okay. so. But here, here, here's the question for you. Here's something I don't get. They went AWOL out of Germany, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. They came back to the States and made it to Florida. Right. Never got caught until in out taillight. Right. Now, here's the problem I have with believing that story, being former military. Right. You miss one formation, right? Just one. You're a wall. That shit is put all over the world in a heartbeat. How did you get through airport security? There's actually people that I ask questions about this. This is we'll get into this. Okay. Well, yeah. no, I know that's a good question. Seriously. So it was Beeson who knew Anna Foster, at whose house in Gulf Breeze most of the group would later be hiding and arrested. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know where Gold Breeze is. <laughs> yeah, he was in love with her. This explains the setting of. What the fuck was that? Hey, G Smoke. Hey, G Smoke. Hey, Mirtha Aliens. Greetings, aliens. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Mirtha Aliens. You said aliens, and we heard you. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Did anybody see any notifications or anything? I didn't see anything pop up. <laughs> okay, if my <laughs> God dang it, it's the MIB. <laughs> that was kind of fucked up. I know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay. I don't think I have anything, and like none of my tabs lit up. That it was. Well, I you didn't see anything. Okay. I have nothing open but YouTube on your show. It definitely came through my speakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. You ain't blaming me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Davis states that Sapphire warned them of the coming, or desertion, but not the reason. No. That explains the setting of the, wait a minute, where am I? Holy hell. 
See, everything happens. So he was in love with her. This explains the setting of desertion, but not the reason. Was it true that they had come to Gulf Breeze to see UFOs, to attend a UFO conference? Davis states that Sapphire warned them of a coming war. Mankind was about to make an evolutionary step, which is why many alien entities <coughs> were in orbit or under, on or under the Earth and or in telepathic contacts with likes of him. So they're saying, saying basically there was more aliens out there making contact with other people on and off the world, you know. You're putting it that way. Now it's starting to make me, and I hate to think this way because I know uh, politics, religion, and all that shouldn't be involved in anything. But it almost sounds like what the government's trying to do to society now is they're talking about there's other aliens reaching out to other people. I found out what the sound was. And talking to them and everything. It's kind of like what our government's doing to our society. These people are talking to them people. These people are talking to them. Right. They're trying to separate everybody. Right. So okay. thank you, Ron, for the coffee. Was that what that the was? Yes, that's what it was. See, we hadn't heard it in a while. Thank you for the coffees, Ron. And he says, Mr. Chaos was late for making coffee. Mr. Chaos was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ron. Oh, Mr. We know you, you guys support us and we appreciate it. Definitely. Oh, thank you. She supported us at Anchor. Which means she the ninety nine cent. Oh, oh, the actual page is showing itself. Right, yeah. Oh, thank you so thank much, you, Wisteria. Thank you, Wisteria. And actually, aliens. No, I will not take the shot. I cannot be forced to take the shot. I will wear a mask. I will not wear a mask. But you damn sure ain't giving me the shot. Turning into Doctor Seuss. I, I was waiting for that. Took his books off the goddamn shelf. That pisses me off. All right, so. So they were in contact with other people. There were two alien groups, the Alliance, which is the good guys who believed in free will, and then the others who were abducting people and performing medical experiments on them. Who believed in free will? Yeah. Sapphire Sorry. confirmed to the group that the U.S. government was also in cahoots with the aliens, as they expected all along. But which side? The bad side or the good side? Probably the bad side. Because that has been stated that there was a document signed, you know, that aliens, the, the others, could basically abduct people and do experiments. Yeah, they were they were allowed to uh, with, abduct with, so many people a year or something. Or yeah, a month or something, something like, like that. that. Okay, um, on an astrological level. She stated that in 1998 would be the date for the false messiah to make its appearance. The year was three times his number, 666. She told him to them to leave Europe as there was in the early 1990s going to be a U.S.-European conflict, which would make it hard for the group to continue with their learning and would endanger the role they were told they would be playing during the upcoming evolutionary step. They would leave Europe ASAP, hide out before beginning their new life, and then their choice to hide out fell on Gulf Breeze. 
not because of UFOs, but because they knew the area and Anna lived there. When, he, when they deserted, each left a copy of the letter dictated by the spirits in hopes that the letter might make it into the hands of the president. So, I mean, they actually believed this was going on. Like, they... Right. They, did all six write the same exact letter? I don't know. It doesn't say that. It just says they all left a letter. Okay, because, you know... They, oh, oh, yeah. The, they all left a copy of the letter see that, dictated I, by the spirits. It does. It does help, Wisteria, and we thank you. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not mandatory, but, you know, just you guys being here, you know what I mean? We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Shadows is not a huge channel. We ain't a huge channel, but we have fun doing it. Yeah, Ron tries to startle me. That's his thing, and boy, he startled me there. Well, he didn't startle me. He just kind of like, what the hell was that? I know. <laughs> Which is weird that it didn't pop up, because usually it does. I don't know. You're right, Nicole. It is the little things that matter. Yeah. So that would uh, be known of the dire times ahead. But despite the fact that the survival of the world was at stake, it seems that Destiny still had time to have a lovely play at its game. Davis had visions of his soulmate when he was a teenager. It is when they arrived at Anna's house that Davis saw his soulmate. It was Anna's roommate, Diana, whom he recognized from the visions more than a decade ago. Sophie, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Yes, definitely. And I'm, I'm so glad that everybody's welcomed you so nicely. I'm glad you're, you're welcomed here. We have a great group of people that come in here. We really do. Um... If the spirit world was guiding them, leading them away from the harm, why would they eventually get captured? Sapphire had told us that Gulf Breeze would be safe until Friday. Then we would stop in Texas to pick up our stuff and head to the mountain states to begin the rest of our lives and prepare for what was to come. But love made Davis and Beeson stay longer, and hence they did not leave on Friday like they should have left. That's what got him caught. Hey, cowgirl. Hey, cowgirl, how are you? I'm, I'm here, here, I'm here, I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, because they didn't listen to the instructions that they were supposed to. Alien, yes. They got caught. Right. Um. So, yeah, they did not leave on a Friday. They should have left. Fate then played its cars through a defective taillight, and the rest is history. So not only did they go AWOL from the military, they went AWOL from the aliens. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. So what is the bottom of the story? At the most basic level, it shows that certain NSA operatives were dabbling with alien Christian eschatology and went AWOL as a consequence. But... Is that all that there is here? That is that all there is to it? Yeah. Hey, Sim Radio, how are you doing? Welcome, welcome. What's up, Sim? How you doing? Yeah, that can't be all that, that there was to it. Right. We only have Davis's words and his interpretation for it, but he does suggest that they may have been part of an experiment. As some observers notice at time when their story hit the press, First, early on, when Davis was on his way over to Fort Med, there was a woman on the bus who told him his name and said, God showed me that you will help change the world. It was a prophecy. 
at the time when Sapphire had not yet appeared on a scene and confirmed his divine mission. So they haven't even talked. To the Zeolin yet. Right. And then, can you imagine? But they already had somebody telling them that you are basically the chosen ones. Right. Davis also had an intriguing career. He noted that he had an initial posting. Our new family member is Sophie. Yes. So, uh, Davis also had an intriguing career. I don't know if this is new. No. Okay. I didn't think so, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) Sim's been here before. Okay. Oh, somebody just bought coffee. I know what the sound is now. <laughs> Wisteria. Did. Wisteria, thank you for the coffee. Thank you so much. She said, "Enjoy, guys." Oh, thank you so much. I will. Bro. I appreciate it. My coffee comes in a can. <laughs> <laughs> Mine don't. Mine comes in the form of Rotar, yes. according to Eddie. Yes, Dot loves her. <laughs> Come summertime, they knock on her door every morning. <laughs> Misty Cat said, thought it was only me that got the nutter on the bus. I know. Isn't that funny how it happens? You always sit next to somebody that you're like, what? What? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. You always get on the bus and you look for two, two empty seats side by side. So you ain't sitting next to anybody. Yeah, exactly. But it's always that one day you get on the bus and you're like, please, please, let me have a seat. Oh, fuck. There ain't a goddamn open seat anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, his career, he noted that he had his initial posting at Fort Med, which was rare. Mead? Mead, yeah. Sorry, is that what I've been pronouncing it wrong? Yeah, it's Fort Mead. Like, I don't know, I don't know these words. (laughs) M-E-A-D, right? M-E-A-D-E. Yeah, Mead, Fort Mead. Okay. I had done work, um, in psychic research back in Fort Mead. And was surprised by the seriousness in which our military approaches subject. What is it? Got, um, men staring at goats? They they took psychic research. Military took psychic research like to the top level. Um, I realized then that they that my fast track to NSA was probably due to my Sylvia mind control background. It suggests that Davis was followed, if not singled out, by the NSA early on. Fast forward to the desertion. In the book, Davis states that what we didn't realize at the time was the government had known of our plans and had an operative on the plane with us, just as Sophie had told us, or Sapphire had told us. I said, Sophie. Sophie, you told them. (laughs) She know, what gets me. Because we know the government has done experiments on our own military throughout all the years of everything, right? So, when we go to war or the people desert or people go AWOL, right. did they really do that? Or does the government have them locked up somewhere testing them? doing tests and experiments on them. Right. But, oh, we're on the hunt for them. But you yeah. have them the whole time. I, would, yeah, I wouldn't put it You see what I mean? Yeah. You're making the, the public think, oh, this person ran away or 
or MIA missing in action or right, and yeah. really they're not. Exactly. I wouldn't put anything past the government. I'm sorry. It's just how I feel. Um, so like he said, what we didn't realize at the time was the government had known our plans and had an operative um, on the plane with us, just as Sapphire had told us. And they lost us when we arrived in Atlanta, just as we, as she had assured they would. See, it's kind of like what Chad's going through with this David Skyfall. Oh my God! Yeah, but let's not go. On no, that let's right not now. go on there. But the best evidence that they were indeed monitored is how the people at Anna's house were arrested. Huckestead swore that he did not tell the authorities where his fellow deserters were hiding. Still, the authorities were able to quickly round them up. It suggests that someone knew where they were. And if this is indeed the case, Davis' notion about the government knew what they were about to do or they were about to desert and follow them during their desertion makes sense. Mysteria, we love you too, hon. Thanks for coming in and enjoying. So sorry you got to go. Yes, thank you so much for coming in, hon. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Zach. Hey, Zach, how are you, hon? Have a great rest of your night, hon. I hope you... Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for enjoying the show. Okay. Um, okay. As bizarre as the story is, there is an even more a bizarre twist, which seems to highlight that all of this is true. Is that a word? What? Bizarre. Bizarre. Probably not. It's a missyism. <laughs> Listen. Missyisms live on this channel. <laughs> I was just curious. I mean. <laughs> but which seems to highlight all this is true. It can't possibly be true for all sorters or NSA personnel. Davis claims that when he joined the NSA, he was retrained in history. He states, what I learned was why history happened, who history was, why and when history was. Hey, Freaky Geek. Hey, welcome back, Freaky Geek. I was going to just say, I'm, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm going to guess welcome back because you said everybody again, so. You did miss the shadow's tongue twister. A couple of them, actually. <laughs> um, the dates in the books are not all that accurate. Those are accepted dates, not factual dates. To give an example, the founding of this country did not occur. The Founding Fathers were already meeting years before the advent. The war against England occurred. Oh, sorry. The founding of this country did not occur. The Founding Fathers were already meeting many years before the advent. The war against England occurred. <laughs> Read that. Now, we're talking about the, the Founding Fathers, our Founding Fathers. Right, right. right. Okay. So they had already been talking about making the United States years hey. before the war even started. Hey, Lockbeard. Hey, Lockbeard. How are you? Welcome, welcome. So basically a lot of this stuff is already happening and, and it has happened in documented before any of this even is taking place. Right. There was already a plan in place for the founding of a new country. It's just not a spur because British shoulders shot someone or a stand back. It was a series of events that happened over the period of 60 to 70 years. And they have been planning that for a long time. 
such teasing their teaching seem bizarre. It's only because there's no serve or no real purpose for the NSA personnel, except to prove or provide that this recruit was a com uh, outlook on history. Sophie, you're welcome anytime. Please go enjoy whatever you're fixing to eat. Have a great night. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for coming in and subscribing. So glad you had a good time. Yes. That's what we aim is for people to have a good time. Oh, whatever, Andy. <laughs> Where it goes off the wall is what Davis was talking about next. To cut a long short story short, he was claiming that there were buildings at White Sands which were not ours, suggesting they were not human and very old. But then he jumps into you uh, jumps into a onto a UFO, stating that the but the UFO was ours, stating that in the 1960s a new world was introduced for them, ABC or alien visitation craft, and listen to this. The human race was not created, born, linked to the apes. We are survivors of a great war. The human race, as we see ourselves today, even our ancient relatives were basically put on this planet and cut off from the rest of the universe. And we have a special gene that cannot be copied, cannot be manipulated. They have tried. That's got to be bullshit. How do you clone something then? We, yeah. they haven't cloned a baby. They damn sure close to it. But they have tried. We are told that that's called the Jesus gene. We can only, which I've heard of, we can only, should not be, we can, that doesn't make sense. No, we can only wonder why. It's already, like the writing is little and it's like together. So it's like, I get mixed up here. We can only wonder why NSA operative is required to know this is unlikelihood that any of this world or would be true to begin with. There is no need to know as such should be, should not be told. Worst, if true, we have a picture in which the NSA educates its new recruits that we are all alien descendants and then allows them to play with the Ouija boards only to have some sort of, some of them to go off half across the world in a belief that the world is about to end. Though it seems to be, seems that this fate befell Davis and company, it seems unlikely that this fate, this is the fate of every NSA recruit. Hopefully logic, which has not really come to, into the story, but somehow needs to be applied to keep a reasonable level of sanity. I would suggest, suggest that some, Something else was going on, but this group was signed or singled out and became the victim of an experiment, which their pre-joining interest made them, you know, obviously ones to pick out. Um, listen, I'm just reading chat. You know, someone carefully remolded to see the test to see the test out of hypothesis. If this is true, then the scenario was successful. And when the test was concluded, they were rounded up, brought in, and allowed to tell their story so the public disclosure of their story would serve as part of an exercise as well. So what do you guys think? I mean, pretty wicked, right? What a fucking story to... I mean, I, 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 I like it. 
for the fact of it, it does have uh, positive points of uh, proven. It's been proven, but there's still uh, open gray areas of that whole story that. I guess what fascinates me the most is, oh, you didn't follow my direct order, so you got caught. Yeah, that is pretty wicked. That is wild. But did this, what was their name? The alien? No, Andy, they were supposed to. They were supposed to go, but they got charged. They they were going to get charged, but then they were let go and demoted. Demoted. Lost half their pay. And honorably discharged. No soldier that deserted. There's a difference between a wall and desertion, though. There's a big. But they difference. were. I did read somewhere else too that they were supposedly going to get charged with espionage. Espionage. You can't. You can't charge anybody with espionage unless you are caught transferring our our top secret documents to another country or another country That's, or receiving documents. From another country. That's espionage. Right. And that's, matter of fact, in this other article that I have here. Um, I t- that's exactly, I said that from the beginning, Andy. If they didn't do time, they just got uh, reduced rank, reduced pay, and honorably discharged. That's, of yeah. course, they had to sign some kind of papers or something that they swore to keep their mouth shut. And if they didn't, now they would pay the price. Exactly. So, um... There's a thread going on. I don't know if you guys go to abovetopsecret.com. This is where I got this from. There's a thread going on. or So there was a message sent said, free the Gulf. Somebody, when they were picked up, somebody wrote, free the Gulf, free six. We have the missing files, the box of 500 plus photos and plans you want back. Free the Gulf. Gulf Free Six. That's what they called them because there were six soldiers. Oh, that's what they called the themselves. Okay. Yeah. Well, they didn't break the treaty. Well, they kind of did. It yeah. wasn't so much that it was because of one guy's uh, um, testosterone. Hey, Blue. How you doing, huh? Hey, Blue. Um, but just because they didn't follow one direction that, that this alien told them, was their downfall. Right. And the thing is, is I wouldn't believe the story. I mean, unless they were in front of me telling me and I could see the reaction to telling the story. That's the hard part. But the thing is, I wouldn't have believed the story unless the whole dis, the honorable discharge and stuff. That's what got me. That was like, okay, wait a minute. Misty, Misty Cat says, I don't want aliens near me. Here's the problem, Misty Cat. Uh, your neighbor could be a fucking alien, and you have no idea, right? Um, that that, that I'm, you know, I'm sure you don't work. I think I think you're old enough. I think you're retired or something. I think I believe, or or you got medical or something. I know that. But anybody you talk to, anybody that you visit, any store you go to, anybody can be an alien, and you would have no clue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, um. It says, there has, however, been some recent interest in the case again. A lot of scattered information has recently been collected together in a PDF file, which I have that open. Um, 
to Jack Brewer and his UFO trail blog. Uh, but they bring up, here's some points that were brought up at AboveTopSecret.com. Um, hold on, let me get down to it now. <laughs> Freaky Geek says, Misty Cat, what if it turns out you're one? Yeah. Alien says you're already friends with us. <laughs> so they speculated who the Antichrist was, and that was, uh, oh my God, what was his name? Holy hell. Oh, it didn't hurt you, Blue, but did it get you pregnant? No, it was a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Because I know you got kids. <laughs> but again, with the whole thing of it is saying that um, <laughs> that the aliens that we were, it was the story I heard before about our, our planet was hidden until 2012. So we were cloaked. Right. Only certain it was to protect us. I've heard that before. I don't know. I can't remember where because, you know, I look at a lot of different things. No. No. We're waiting on you. I know. I'm trying to find it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, okay, so this says, and I'll, re, I'll just read the, the link, the all the commentary, I guess. It says, typical of such news reports were Northwest Florida Daily News, July 20th, 1996, AWOL soldiers say they were aimed to kill the uh, Antichrist. It goes into it, it says, uh, a friend also told another newspaper that one of the soldiers arrested in Florida Panhandle City, a hotbed for UFO sightings, was interested in unidentified flying objects and wanted to attend a UFO convention near Pensacola. The religious belief of the soldiers described as there was a Christian fundamentalist is not part of the Army's investigation, said Major Joe Padilla, an Army spokesperson at the Pentagon. It's pretty cut and dried. It's This is what this guy is saying. It's getting drier each day, Padilla said. We're not allowed to look so religiously, look into religious groups by statue, so we don't. I didn't stop in the bathroom on the way Okay. The five men and women were all members of the 701st Military Intelligence Brigade in Osberg, West Germany, as being held at Fort Benning, Georgia. Did Laura Eisenhower say what, Ron? What did I miss? I don't know. Um, six remained in military custody and were moved to Fort Knox with the probability of serious punishment hanging, punishment hanging over them. However, their families brought the story to the attention of the media and Senators Kessman and Dole became involved in their case. Another strange, strange twist came up all about the treaty expired. I didn't see anything about that. 
I think so. No, now that I think about it, I believe it could have been. But I think I heard it from somebody that was supposedly channeling an alien in another dimension. It could be. I listen to a lot of stuff. But I think Laura talking about it, like, validated it for me. If that makes sense. It looks like a reaper. <laughs> That's wild, Blue. But, um, yeah, I believe, I want to say I heard the, the cha channeler say it first and then heard Laura say it. But that's what they said, though. I mean, that's, that's what I've heard is that we were hidden from other because there was a big, huge war and we were hidden. That's why, it, and it goes back to like Anubis or Thoth who put the grid over us. All right, Nicole, hurry back. Um, yeah, that's not Anubis, Thoth, and who put the grid over us to protect us. Right, Blue. I mean, when I astral projected, I saw aliens, I saw Pleiadians, but I didn't know what they were at that time until years, years later. When I first astral traveled, that was back when Danielle was a baby, so 14 years ago. I didn't find out what Pleiadians supposedly looked like until about, what, we've been here five years, so maybe three years ago. And that's when I found out what, and I'm like, I saw a picture of them on Google and I was like, how did they know what I saw in my astral travel? <laughs> These ones were blue. They were blue, almost looked like the, um, oh, what are the ones that are the bird ones? The Av Avalon, Avion, Avion, they looked Avion, but they were Pleiadians. They were blue. They didn't have, I didn't see hair or anything like that. They were like bald, but they, they were, they were that blue from, that's why I bring up like the movie Leviathan, where that blue glowy, you know, almost like cobalt blue, but I didn't know what they were. And I didn't, I mean, it came to mind every once in a while, but I didn't really think about it. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, uh. I know I'm blue, <laughs> but I, I, until, yeah, three years ago, I was looking because there was a whole conspiracy scene going on and somebody mentioned Pleiadians and I'm like, what are Pleiadians? So I looked it up and I was like, oh, hell, how did these people know what I saw? You know, <laughs> it was weird. So anyway, um, another strange twist to the case said 
Free the Gulf Breeze 6, We Have Missing Plans. Around July 22, 1990, someone sent a teletype directly to the Army. They also copied similar messages to AP, UPI, ABC, NBC, and CBS. I don't know what AP and UPI are, but um, I know what ABC, NBC, and CBS are. The international and national media did not reveal this for about another three weeks. However, some local Florida papers did so within 24 hours. The message reads, Free the Gulf Breeze 6. We have the missing plans, the box of 500 plus photos, and the plans you want back. Here is Peru with the close-ups close cut out. Next, we send the close-ups and then everything unless they are released. Answer code AUGSBB3CM. I don't know when did, when not avatars avion <laughs> no not avatars is in the blue people on the, the cartoon or whatever no avion aliens if you ever look up Avi they look like birds I think that's what they're called maybe I'm saying it wrong I don't know so within three weeks, the soldiers were discharged from Fort Knox with full honors. Allegedly, the decision was made at a very high level, perhaps the highest in the land. General Colin Powell apparently protested and then intervened, insisting that they were deserters, and they were eventually fined half a month's salary and demoted in rank. Um, by mid-August of 1990, the Army had stopped talking and the press had stopped reporting on the case. Well, almost. When the case was declassified, 14 out of 1,600 um, pages were withheld. That's another part I don't get, 1,400 out of 1,600 pages. And that was all basically their testimony. Right. So why, why did you want to hide what they had to say? Right. Yeah, exactly. Welcome back, Nicole. Yes, avians, bird people. Oh, is it out of Flash Garden I, or Flash Gordon? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Uh, welcome back, Nicole. I guess we kind of left. The, I don't know. Oh, me and Nicole left at the same time. Oh, Andy, they got some splaining to do. <laughs> Especially since we're in two different continents. <laughs> um. Well, apparently it wasn't a lot of double talk, Freaky, if they took 1,400 pages out. Yeah. So out of 1,600 pages, we you got 200 pages, basically. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, and they took out all their statements. Right. Except certain ways of saying it and combined it all into one. Right. Which made them look like they were in the wrong. So the government's cleared. But here's your deal. We'll... Pull your rank, we'll deduct your pay, we'll give you an honorable discharge, but you sign this disclosed document, you keep your mouth shut. Right. Yeah, right, Lockbeard, I know. <laughs> Basically. 
<laughs> so there aren't many defi definitive conclusions at all. The thread was written to pique interest in the case for those who have never heard of it before or to remind those who were familiar to take another look. After a quarter of a century has passed since the strange tale of military desertion, some conclusions by others are uh, Valley Jack, Jack, um, Jacques Vallée, in his book Revelations, had to say this. This brings me back to the alleged psychic messages supposedly received by Vance Davis. Is, this, is it a plausible than six smart soldiers? They may have been deluded, but they certainly demonstrated that they were not stupid. Hi, Amora. Hey, Amora. Well, number one, they couldn't have been stupid if they worked for an intelligence agency, or not agency, but a branch of uh, intelligence of the military. Right. Um, they were not stupid. Would have taken such a radical step in desertion purely on the basis of telepathic impressions. It is not more likely than that the message about Armageddon and the salvation by UFOs came to them through the same secure channel they were using in their work, a channel which, by definition, would be above suspicion of tampering? Should we conclude that the U.S. military communications channel may have been compromised by one or more cults with extreme beliefs and that our willingness to exploit the um, naive UFOlogist to further their own goals? If the reader follows my line of reasoning to this point, then he is led to a final question. Who could have the bizarre motivation and highly compounded knowledge to access an encrypted knowledge or encrypted network and target those six soldiers to send them on an absurd mission. Was it an exercise of the same genre as Potanese or Bentwaters, a project that played games with the gullibility of the believers in order to test the feasibility of deception within a vital element of the armed forces? And is the American public the ultimate target of that deception? After their release, three of the soldiers went back to Gulf Breeze. In a relaxed, casual interview, they told a television reporter that they had never been interested in the rapture or the anti or even the Antichrist. Everything was just a big misunderstanding. In Jack Brewer's blog in 2011, he made an interesting observation with the 71st Military Intelligence Brigade received an award the following year. So the brigade itself received a war or an award the following year. By all interpretations, the circumstance that was a personal catastrophic and security compromise of extreme proportion. However, the following year in 1991, the 7701st Military Intelligence Brigade was awarded the prestigious Director of National Security Agency's Travis Tro Trophy. The unit was recognized as having made the most significant contribution in signals intelligence in the entire nation, second to none. So you had six people go AWOL, but yet received the award for greatest security of all time. How does that happen? So this story you're talking about? I, I just happened to look up the 701st Military Intelligence Brigade, okay? Yeah. You know this was founded in Germany. Even though they were oh, facing, really? Okay, cool. 
it says field field station Augsburg was located in Gavlingen, Kazmi, near the village of Gavlingen, just north of uh, Augsburg in Bavaria, West Germany. It was one of nearly, hold on a second, it was one of nearly 20-something. Uh, shit, where the hell did the story Where the hell did the story go? Well, that didn't work out right. What the fuck happened? <laughs> um, MP, oh, they, they were actually a, a, a military police battalion. The U.S. Protective Services Battalion, CIDC, headquartered in, in Fort Belvoir, Virginia. Um, U.S. Army Protective Service Battalion, Police Battalion Group, Fort Belvoir. And all this, now it goes to the 66th Military in, uh, Intelligence Brigade. See, somebody is stationed in an Army Intelligence and Security Command and, and based at Weisbaden Air, Army Airfield. Was bad in Germany. So it went from the 701st to the 66th. I don't know. Uh, Army veteran locator. Well, here's a site that you can go and actually look for, for somebody from the 701st. Um, 701st uh, MI Brigade and 713th. And he says, FOS, Missy, full of shit. <laughs> so What's there, full of shit, though? There, there's so many different ways that 701st went. Right, yeah. They wanted you to lose the trail of 701. Uh, Freaky said, some interesting circumstances in, blah, 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 some interesting circumstances involved, I'm sure. And he says, mind you, that would be a good way of hiding an anti-Russian espionage thing. That's true. That is true. Um, so Phil Coben summed up by saying, I would suggest that this group was singled out and became the victim of an experiment, which their pre-joining interest made them, uh, a good target basically, in which someone carefully remolded to see the test of the hypothesis. If this is true, then the scenario was successful. And when the test was concluded, I've already read this. They were rounded up, brought in, and allowed to tell their story. So the public disclosure of the story would serve as part of the exercise as well. The question I have now, um, since you put it that way, you think that they might have been rounded up uh, for an experiment. Right. Okay? A group a group experiment. How long had each service member could be freaky been in service? Right. Did they all join it? I don't mean, you know, they all knew each other. Right. Did they all join at the same time, relatively close to one another? Good question. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. How long were they in the brigade before all this happened? You know what I mean? Right. So it all seems plausible, somebody said. these The three of the Gulf Breeze Six were interviewed for Fox TV show Sightings in 1993. I missed that show. Um, oh, that was a good show. And in search of, oh, I missed that too. Anyway, Vance Davis has since appeared on radio shows like Coast to Coast and other paranormal talk shows, 
But other than Davis, it seems the other members of the group have gotten on with their lives and left the strange episode behind them. However, we are still left with the question about what really went on, especially what the messages sent to the Army and the news media were all about. You won't know. Was the message about missing files and photos just a hoax? Or is that what got him off, really? Um, or did the group really have some clandestine help along the way? Did someone know a lot about a lot more than it was ever made public? Obviously. And this resulted in Gulf Free Six being dealt with in a very um, lineal avoiding court martial. I don't think they could have had human help if they were told leave before Friday and you will be okay. We will go to the mountains and we'll start our life all over. Right. How in God's name is another human being going to be like, okay, I've got, I've got them distracted. You, you need to be going by Friday. Again, the story is like the whole thing with Chad Kalick and David Skyfall. Absolutely. <laughs> How are you getting this information? How do you know this information? Right. Exactly. Okay. So do I think. I know. Freaky, I thought about that when I said it. <laughs> what? How do, how do I. What do you believe? I mean, honestly. Do you think it was something out of this world helping them? Absolutely. Because everything that this being or person or whatever right. was telling them was predicted 100%. What if this David Vance, right, is David Skyfall? Oh, shit. We just went down a huge rabbit hole. I know. Hole. Oh, shit. If it's David Skyfall, we, we we just we just went we entered a rabbit hole you'll never get out of. I know that that would oh my god talk about going crazy. So it says did someone know a lot more? Um, obviously I just read that the prophecies fed to the GB six were mainly false and failed to predict a number of global catastrophes that occurred in the years that followed. Perhaps there is something to be gleaned there too. One explanation is that they were a bunch of young, highly gullible soldiers who let their fantasies seep too deeply. I don't think that's it. I really don't. I don't either. Some influence the like they were. You know, I feel some about these six clicked together. Yeah, yeah. Whether it be the Gulf or the the military doing an experiment and they got activated. I, I don't think it was the military had anything to do with it. I think it was that. that uh, then why did they let him off? What was the the word you were talking, or the person you talked about? Sapphire. Sapphire. I think the was alien? that that brought all six of them together, because she probably knew that they are the freshest. I'm I'm more apt to be able to get them to listen to me. I mean, they thought they were defending the world. That they. Absolutely. And the reason why the military let them go is because the military probably caught um, hearings or sightings or, or and was like, the only way to shut this up is to let them go. If we court-martial them, do you know how long and in-depth that's going to go? Do, could you imagine the testimonies now that have to be said? Right. And you're going to get Six people giving the same exact fucking testimony. Right. And how's the guy, how's the military going to cover that up? 
That's why they let him go. Um. Now, does anybody know about Bentwaters? What happened with Bentwaters? Yeah, it went around the corner. Or is Bentwaters a name? Is that a person or? No, what happened? Um, hold on, that. Yeah, that's where that's where I see that how that worked. That's why they got honorable discharges. The lengthy procession of court martialing them on the charges that they were facing. The truth that when it came out, and the government had to try to cover that from six different people. You know what I mean? Right. I know that water is about eight miles away. As the, yeah, buzzer sore. So, oh, is that water? Is, is that where the Rendlesham Forest? Oh, I think it is. Is that where they drop with the lot of dead bodies? No, Rendlesham Forest is. Remember when they the guy went and touched the UFO? The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you heard the actual conversation? He's like, "What is it?" And the soldier's like, "I don't know, sir." It, that happened 10 years prior, okay? Really, Misty Cat? Okay, all right. See, well, hell, I, it's like I know these stories, but I have to remember a certain way, apparently. Um, now, let me get back to what. Okay, so somebody wrote, it's, it's worrisome. Notable Valley mentioned Bettwaters 10 years prior to the case, which has become more like a soap opera with all the plot revisions and various characters who come and go and change their stories and alliances in the years past. I do believe some discovery or new technology eventually led to the end of the Cold War in 1980s. Some Something that we have never been fully made aware of. Three decades later, and I would guess that this technology is much easier to conceal and control. Also, have the Yanks launched the SR-71s and attack aircraft? Yes, from Ben Waters when they attacked Lebanon. Let's see how money I had to go around uh, the residential estate there for work. Hey, I'm going to see if I can pronounce it right, but I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong. Missy Cat says she's also been to Rendlesham? Rendlesham Forest. That's where the UFO came from. I said if I could pronounce it oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Remember, I'm. Oh. Alaska Canadian too, so I don't know if I can pronounce these uh, over the pond names. <sighs> so somebody said, "Thank you." I have somehow, I have somehow. It would seem never come across the unlike many on the ATS. Well, let's see. The intel officers with crypto training and top secret clearance would not be stupid people. Also, to gather six who were all friends and into the same stuff just seems very odd. Two people going AWOL, I can imagine. But three plus people? That would be hard to accept, especially from the same department. My guess would be that they were tested for further deployment to God knows where. Tell them information that seems out of this world and keep their mouths shut to see if they really could or would they just run blabbing and then military can simply discredit them and move on. I have read from a number of sources that this technique is used for recruitment in certain areas. I also would find it surprising if the military did not pick up on these social quirks 
during what I imagine is a very thorough vetting program. I can also guess that the exit to the U.S. was made easy due to the far easier methods that could be deployed to track people or peoples on U.S. soil rather than someone jumping into a little known European country and disappearing into the shadows. There must have been a flight manifest somewhere showing that their departure of the mainland Europe and their landing back in the U.S. Okay, I, I can't understand what this person is saying, but how can you affect six exactly the same way, hearing the same message from the same person, unless it's done subliminally? That's what he was saying. Basically, he goes, I can see if two people AWOL at the same department. He goes, yeah, I can see that. But two six? Friends, but six, three plus people, is he's questioning it. Like, I don't see that happening. Misty Cat, uh, some of the houses had towels hanging out of the letterbox, mailbox. Do you know what that means? Here in the United States. When, that when, means people are getting it on. It, well, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a, a sock, sock on the I'm door sorry. handle or a coat <laughs> hanger or something. But uh, something in the mailbox, I, I think that's either it, it's been possessed, you're haunted, or somebody's missing. Something's not right there. Right. Move along. Yeah, Don't wasn't stop. that that was that was also a military like um I want to say it was part of the um like they would hang something like when they had the underground railroad and stuff like that. Like that was a safe house. Oh, what the hell was it that they used? I don't know. But I wonder if it's something like that. If that makes sense. I yeah, don't know. It could have been a safe place to travel to. Right. Yeah. And, and that makes sense, too. It, like, they're making their way out. They, 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 like, the, what was it? Uh, Anne? Was it Anne Thatcher? Oh, this is interesting. No. Oh, Anne Thatcher. Oh, so it's a booty call house. <laughs> this is interesting the command of mg double line of the stargate project formally included responsibilities for the 701st military intelligence brigade they they they, they claim responsibility that's Davis claimed during coast-to-coast -coast interview to have spoken directly with Stubblevine on multiple occasions prior to Davis going AWOL. The two were apparently acquainted, acquainted at least. I, I, I don't know because it, it, I'm not going to say you ain't friends with the guy. You haven't talked to him. Right. But no matter how good of a friend you are, whether I consider you brother, blood, family... I'm not going to tell you that I'm fixing to go AWOL. Right. No, but he's just saying it's kind of weird because you know what Stargate is, right? It, it, right. But he said he was talking to him a couple of times on, on the radio talk show and shit before all this happened. No, he said the command of MG Stubblemine of the Stargate project formally included responsibility for the 701st military intelligence which is the unit of the Gulf Free 6. So was it an experiment gone wrong? 
that's something. I think it. I think it had something to do with that. Because hmm. Stargate Project was about all the remote viewing and stuff like that. I thought Stargate was trying to enter different uh, universes. That's the that. program. Well, I know it's the fucking program. <laughs> no, military is well, kind of. It kind of is if you think about it. Remote viewing. And it just went wrong. Maybe these six were in the wrong place at the wrong time and, and took a direct fucking hit from, a, you know, a, a radio wave or something. Right. Maybe that wave opened something in their mind that, hey, we got to go do this because this person is, and this is our person in command. Maybe we're supposed to go do this. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I think something got screwed up that they got activated somehow. Honestly. Or not activated properly. Yeah. I honestly think. All right, Amora. Have a good night. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in, Amora. Take care, <clears> hon. I'm not even going to ask what Andy's referring to. Nope, always just use my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to, I'm leaving that alone. So apparently, um, a disembodied voice said, I'm the Virgin Mary. How many personnel are currently occupying your NSA listening station in Germany? How, why would the Virgin Mary come across as a disembodied voice? I don't know. Welcome back, Spitfire. Welcome back. He lost internet. I, I just don't understand why the Virgin Mary would come across as a disembodied voice. The guy was Ed Walters. Okay, he says, so this is a, what they were taught. A lot, that's what they thought the Antichrist might have been was this guy. A long time ago in a UFO, UFO community far, far away, some interesting things actually happened. It might be hard for some to imagine, but events went down in UFOlogy other than self-described disclosure activists frantically building urgency around what chronically amounts to nothing and a podcaster persistently trying to um, extract cash from email lists like third world con men hacking Yahoo. The 1980s gave ufology a, a series of eyebrow raising involving into jaw dropping events. Compliments of the intel intelligence community that included Airman Simone Mendez and her run with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, OSI, and FBI Paul Benowitz and Linda Moulton Howe, which Linda Moulton Howe, you should know who that is, um, targeted for, we talk about her all the time, um, for deception, uh, was targeted for deception by OSI Special Agent Rod, um, Richard Doty. And he just brought up a good point. He says, and if the Virgin Mary came over as a disembodied voice, who would recognize it? She'd be speaking Aramaic or, or, or some such. I don't know. So in 1989, writer and researcher Bill Moore took the opportunity as a keynote speaker at the annual MUFON synopsis to dis declare he'd been collaborating with Dottie and other members of the IC to distribute disinformation, which Dottie nowadays comes out and tells everybody, yes, I was a disappointment agent. You know, um, while that, that point in time, they had to keep the mouth shut. Right. While that was happening, the Florida community of Gulf Breeze gained global attention due to the report 
reported dramatic UFO sightings, and in particular, the controversial case of Ed Walters. As a result, Gulf Breeze was the site of the 1990 annual MUFON Snobson, and which, at which time, just a year since the Moore cannibaled into a, the latest gig, a crew of half a dozen AWOL intelligent analysts, particularly using a, a Ouija board, arrived at home of a local psychic as the conference came to um, close down the street. No, Freaky, a time a non-disclosure contract does not have a time limit. When you sign that document, that document is for life. Trust me, I know. Um, there's a lot of things I can't talk about, so. Exactly, and that's what I have a problem with um, groups too, Andy, when it comes to like MUFON and stuff. I mean, there's some great, don't get me wrong, there's some great, investigators in all groups but there's some investigators that is just like they're not looking for the truth you know what i mean that's what i get upset with even in the paranormal community you know just i i feel like everybody wants to get their 15 minutes of fame me i want to freaking figure out the truth i mean i probably never will but i want to discuss it with you guys i wanted you know what i mean does that make any sense yep and Freaky Geek says, so how can somebody speak out now? Because what they're speaking about now isn't exactly the truth of what they've had to hide all these years. It's taken them some time to get around certain walls to be able to say certain things without leading to other things. Well, they know really, they have to go about it really carefully. Like even if you talk to, if you watch Lou Elizondo being interviewed, he has to be very careful of how he words, words anything. things, and he can't put in his like when people ask him all the time, "What's your opinion?" I can't, I can't, I can't tell, tell you, that. you that. Right? Yeah, you know he's got to be yes, yeah, loopholes. Just like the um, what's her name? Yeah, the TikTok. That's what I was thinking about. Well, that maybe not. That's what you were thinking about, Nicole. But the TikTok incident, the whole the whole interview on sixty minutes, because they're out of the they're out of the Air Force now or Navy or whatever they were in. You still look when when I got out of the military, I, I had to go through a debriefing because I went through Desert Storm, Desert Shield. I went through all that, and uh, there's a lot of things that I feel bad that I can't talk to shadows about and, and, and it sucks because there are times when, and she'll tell you, I'll, I'll start having bad dreams and nightmares and she'll ask me what's wrong and I, I wait and I can't tell her and, and it sucks, but she knows how to calm me down, which is fantastic. The thing what is with the act, Andy, yes, technically even if you sign a non-disclosure agreement about has become declassified, then you're still not allowed to discuss it. I think a lot of people are more and more are just getting fed up. They're getting fed up and they want to know the truth and they want to, like, why isn't the government, they're getting pissed because they're like, you know, like Lou Elizondo is like, his main reason for doing all this is because who is it? What are they doing here? And what do they want? You know what I mean? In a defensive looking manner. That's what his job was. He was ahead of the defense, so he had to be, you know, strategic about what this airspace 
Absolutely, Lockbeard. You're at yeah, Lockbeard hit it. Uh, I vote we rename the non-disclosure agreement to shut the fuck up agreement. Yeah, that, that that's because I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this, and I hope I word this correctly. <laughs> when we sign a non-disclosure agreement, the agreement that we're actually signing is not verbatim of the words that we've said. So you just, you do what you got to do and you keep yourself below radar and you just get the fuck out. There you go. Yeah, I mean. Spitfire, you're absolutely right. But they are only allowed to talk about so much. Right. And not only that, I mean, I like I said, I just think people are getting fed up. They're like, this is a, a a national problem. This is a it's earth. an emergency. Yeah, like you know, they're. But then I have the feeling of the whole government false flag. <laughs> I, I I feel so happy and glad that even people from of the other continents, our 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 viewers and everything, are taking personal interest in this. Of like, hey, wait a minute, this is a world affair. This but, isn't just. A United States problem. Exactly. This shit's going on all, all over the world. My biggest thing is, like I said, um, with UFO, Twitter, going back and forth with each other. I watch it all the time. My biggest thing is, is not the, the whole disclosure thing, but people coming, feeling better about coming out about things like the knowing that they're not going to be put in mental wards. They're not going to lose their family for thinking that they're nuts. I mean, this whole 60 minutes thing really put it out there. And I think it's a beautiful thing, even though we don't have disclosure, full disclosure yet. Um, and I, we probably never will. I mean, I just don't understand what people don't get about that. We will probably, we are never going to get full disclosure on anything when it comes to the government. Ever, right, and Andy, if you had to sign, um, uh, what was it, the, the Official Secrets Act on on few occasions, then you signed the Non Disclosure Act, or yeah, that that's exactly what you're signing. They're not gonna gonna crash your car when they never learn to drive. You know, I mean, it's just, to me, but for people, I feel like people are like, okay, 60 minutes is a big thing. At least over here it is. It's huge. It's and so to me, it's like, I mean, yeah, you're still going to get the assholes that, that talk shit. Like, but oh, you're nuts or whatnot. Right. Or, or faking it, whatever. But, I mean, I just, my personal belief is, is I want everybody to be able to speak their fucking truth. You know, if you saw an alien or if you saw a UFO, please don't. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Especially if you got a goddamn picture of it. <laughs> right. You know, but people have been lost families, lost their lives over, and nobody should have to do that to hold something like that because, or you think yourself that you're nuts. You know what I mean? Lockbeard, you couldn't have said that any better. 
Logbeard says the monarchy needed a way to get people back under control, so yep. let them think they won a revolution and now rule themselves. If you believe your vote ever really mattered, laugh out loud. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to discuss on that. Um, Excuse me. Um, oh, God. If, if you ever want to become friends, Logbeard, and, or you want to join uh, mine and Andy's channel on Saturdays and Sundays, at the end of that, I would be more than happy to discuss it with you. 60 minutes, we just call it an hour and we get 24 of them. Yeah, no, it's a program, Andy. It's, it's a, a program. It's a news program over here. The more monarchy can go F itself. Yeah, but see, so they feel about their government the way we feel about ours. Right, exactly. I just want everybody to be able to free to speak their mind. This is starting to sound more and more, and, and, and you see it more and more in vision of the one world order that, that you showed me that kind of worried, not worried me, but how everybody became one. I know you're infatuated with that video. I'm telling you, I know. The story, it's, it's, though. Yeah. Spitfire says you get people making hoaxes a lot these days. It's hard to tell the truth. Who's telling the truth and what they said. That is very true. That is very true. But I, I always, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I always, you know, want to hear what they have to say. I would never dis um what's the word I'm looking for? Disrespect. Push somebody away for trying to speak their truth. Um even if that's their belief, if they they want to hoax it, whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm still going to believe everything until proven it's not. And he says, uh -huh. no politics or religion allowed on your stream, Eddie. You've been warned. Pope for president. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not Pope. Anyways. Um, you know, I just believe me, there's a lot of paranormal shows here on YouTube that have hoaxed shit that I've seen personally and have pictures of that really fucking hurt me because I really believed in these people. I caught, and Chad will tell you, I caught a couple. And it's it really, like, it really no. freaking hurt me enough to where I didn't, I didn't go live for, it really threw me for a fucking loop. And it wasn't even the fact that you didn't go live. It was the fact that you withdrew your subscription from the channel, didn't want to talk to them, because you put yourself out there as a, a paranormal investigator, but yet you got caught cheating. It's not paranormal. Right. And and it and it hurt. It really did because it's very hard for me. Now, like I said, I listen to a lot of Jimmy Church. I listen to a lot of creepy little book. You're right, Walking Beard. I, I listen to a lot of you know, people that are higher up, but I feel like I don't chat in those chat rooms because I feel those people are way smarter than me and I have no fucking clue, uh, you know, if they ask me a question because I don't have the memory. It doesn't mean you have to have a memory. You go with what you feel. Right, I know. But so it's very hard for me to find, that's why I do my channel, is to find people like you guys that are like-minded that we can sit here and have a discussion. Do you know what I mean? So it's very hard when I really put my faith in somebody like I, I all you guys I put my faith in you know um to have a really good conversation about this stuff without flying this way or this way completely off the handle right right 
Freaky, you know, investigators can cheat so easy, it's not even funny. Just faking it is basically That's cheating. cheating. Um, you know, it's it's very hard for me to find people like that, you know what I mean? Hi, Shimmer Soul. Hey, Shimmer Soul. She says, do you listen to Spaced Out Radio? I do listen to Spaced Out Radio. I, I have a couple times. It's not one of my regular shows that I listen to, but I have, yes. Um... So, um, you know, it, it, so when somebody fakes something and, and it's somebody that I look up to, that hurts. That you follow, you've been because following. Because I'm very, yeah, that I've been following for a long time. <laughs> and that's the one thing, you know, because it, it, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It breaks your heart knowing that yeah. you failed. You failed me. Right. You were my mentor. But the whole time you've been lying to me. Right, yeah. Because, you know, they fake one video and fucking, you know, you don't know what else they Mind's fake. Mind's eye now, they're all fake. Yeah. No, you're not. Oh, cheating. Andy, that thump was my foot hitting the box under my desk. Hey, I was waiting for somebody to ask me. Well, <laughs> hold, hold on, was it this? <laughs> I bet you that's what you heard. Yeah, yeah, it was just my foot hitting the box. We don't have a lot of room here, and she just keeps buying cars and buying shit, and I just no. have no place to put anything. Well, Everything's getting shoved under my desk. I have no fucking foot space, anything anymore. That's hence why I get the leg cramps because because my 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 legs are all fucking like bent this way while I'm sitting in my chair. So you guys know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the fuck was me kicking the bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we'll definitely talk more about this next Wednesday along with other stories because I still want to bring up what was predicted and what came true from this entity that they were talking to, the Sapphire and you know everything. What we looking to them? Huh? What was predicted and happened with Nostradamus before this person or this entity Nostradamus. Predicted this. That's just Nostradamus is Nostradamus. And his predictions are ninety-eight percent correct. No, they're not. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Andy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. She's no, no freaky. <laughs> I thought the song. <laughs> we just can't. You can't put lemons in the chest, right? They're going to have to wait, ain't they? Yeah, they, I can't. Yeah, oh, I'm not lying. Uh, they need practice shitting themselves all the crazy things they learned once. Where they and Mr. President, please put on this type of... What? Right, yeah, I can understand what he's saying. Because of the fact that... But the thing of it is, is with the president, it freaking... They can only say so much because they're being told so much. You know? Well, the president, yeah, the president doesn't know half that's the why, shit. That's why I don't vote because I don't, it doesn't matter if I'm voting for the freaking president. It's the Senate and the Congress and everything else that controls it all. Do you think your vote counts? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to leave it at that. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed today's. Hey, yeah. heaven sent. Hey, heaven sent. How you doing, hon? 
Perfect timing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not perfect timing, but oh man, I have a recipe in the freezer. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to know what body you're fixing to thaw out, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I hope it, it's weird, right? <laughs> it's very weird. A weird situation, weird story. But like I said, we'll discuss it more next week, next Wednesday. And um you know, I I thank you guys so much for being here. We appreciate Thank you for the donations. Yeah, she thanks you guys. Don't worry about oh, me. Oh, my God. That's included. We already discussed that. I'm just the guy in the back. It doesn't fucking matter. You well, know? you were late, you know. Hey, I was at work. Thank you, Ron, Wisteria, <laughs> Sophie, all the new viewers that came in. Thank you guys for, you know, hanging out with us and having, hopefully, a good time. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> All right, with that being said, I need to get some breakfast and a smoke. <laughs> that, I mean, she said that backwards. She meant I need to have a smoke and then have breakfast. That's right, Andy. I is the new we. we we've yeah, discussed yeah, this. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> All right, So guys. you mean the new them. Nicole's trying to make us stay longer. No, it's not happening. We're not doing no more treasure hunts. If it gets canceled, I apologize. Oh, no, Andy. That was Andy. Ahoy, Captain Andy is trying to get... Okay, well, if it gets cut off, I, we apologize. Uh, time's up. We got to go. I got home from work an hour ago. I want to spend some time with my wife. I want to get something to eat. I'm going to cuddle, snuggle, watch about five minutes of TV and fall asleep. <laughs> He's got to watch Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, I know. I saw Andy. Nope. I, I saw it was Andy. No, we got you, Nicole. We got, we got you. you. We got you. We saw. It's good. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know who you're talking to. <laughs> but uh, at this point, this is where I, I know she can't run. Can you run credits even? Nope. All right. Well, well, I can run credits, but I didn't put them up. Because I, I had so many tabs open for this. All right. Well, this is where I say... This bumps to the guys, hugs to the ladies. Thank you all so much for spending your time with us. We enjoy it so much. Seriously. Stay safe. Stay strong. And I'll get to see you guys again tomorrow. Tomorrow we're talking about scrying. Woo-woo-woo. Yes, I'm sure. Get out chatting and say what you got to say. Oh, my God. He's pushy today. All right, guys. <laughs> We love each and every one of you. We appreciate you being here so much. Thank you so much for coming in and hanging with us. Tomorrow on the show, we're talking scrying. Talking about looking at the crystal ball. We're talking about crying. I'm fixing to do it. No, not crying. Scrying. Oh, I'm fixing to cry. All right, everybody. My charger. Come on, blog. Take care. Be safe. I know, freaky geek. I, I hit the button too quick. That was my fault. But take care. Be safe. We love each and every one of you. And remember, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. No, Andy, already shit. That's why I walked away earlier. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 